Hey guys, it's Ed and I'm coming to you live from the Drunk Gossip Studios here in New York City. And I, first of all, I just need you to know I completely flubbed this. Um, so just so you guys know, normally I record in real time. So when I say I'm going to a break, I'm actually going for a break. And when I say and I'm back, I'm actually back. And for some reason, my mind skipped a track... And I forgot that I was actually opening the show, so this is going to be fun. <laughs> um, uh, and the the times I'm not um, recording in real time um, are like the segments I do with Will, um, whereas it's um, we record when we can get together. So all that being said, Will is a great producer, by the way. I don't know if I actually tell you guys this enough, but he really keeps me in line and makes sure, like, the show goes off without a hitch. And if I do have a hitch or if I need any kind of research or anything done, all I have to do is ask him. And suddenly a magic document appears or something. (laughs) Oh, so yeah, so Will is a great producer. Thank you, William. Um... And just so you guys know, if you ever run into Will, never call him William. He will get upset. I'm the only one who's allowed to. Um, and I'm pretty sure he, he just great, um, grinds his teeth for me. Um, <laughs> so the reason why I'm lavishing praise on my producer is because Wendy Williams just fired hers. Um, we've been telling you all week. Um, and I think the decision has been made that we're going to do um, a full... A full deep dive on Wendy Williams and a full deep dive on Brittany this weekend. So two deep dives. Um, True Crime Saturdays will return at some point. Um, but right now, I just, you know, you know how that goes. Sometimes you just need to kind of move on. <coughs> Would not be an episode without me coughing. Anyways, so all week, all these explosive allegations have come out about um, Kevin Hunt, Wendy Williams, soon to be ex-husband. And yesterday, after I recorded the show, a news story dropped that Wendy actually hired extra bodyguards to protect her for when she moves back, or for when she's at work, because she was so afraid of what Kevin was going to do to her. And, you know, I mean, that's never a good feeling, um... One of the stories that I don't often share um, with with people because it just kind of really, it really bothers me. But my ex actually, um, he helped me get into working at um, the Michigan Oil, at the time it was the Detroit Science Center. And then after I broke up with him and had him prosecuted, he got a job. That way he could always be near me. And, I mean, that led to a lot of complications. And I'm assuming that um, this situation with Wendy and Kevin was probably just as, if not more complicated than um, my situation. Because, you know, they were married. He's her manager slash... Um, um, he, own, he owns part of her production company... But people are saying, not for long. Um, You know, and again, just like with most of the stuff that I talk about on here, 
it, this stuff doesn't happen overnight. This stuff doesn't happen, um, you know, as soon as it's printed. What normally happens is there's a seed or, you know, the wheels are in motion and that's how the different bloggers hear it. So I've been hearing that she's been setting up this divorce for months now. And everyone kept saying, oh, Inti, you're wrong, you're wrong. Um, and then now that it's coming to fruition, everyone's eating their words. Um, so I'm just, she's been trying to untangle herself from Kevin for a while. I don't know if the sober house was just another way of doing that or if it was to shield her um, for when the mistress's baby came. Or maybe some weird combination of both. I don't know, really. Um, so, there, I, you know, yeah, I, you know, I, you know, I really want Wendy to be happy and healthy, and that's all that really matters. Um, as far as Kevin goes, he's a douchebag. Yeah, I said it. Fight me. <laughs> I'm going to go, and I will be right back. And I'm back. So... Last Man Standing was canceled over at ABC. Fox revived it um, for this fall. And it's done very respectable numbers on Fox. Meaning, it's, it's pretty much stayed on par with its average, um, <clears throat> its final season over on ABC. Um... And today, Fox just renewed it for season... uh, It'll be season eight overall, season two on Fox. Um, And there's a lot of celebrating and all that kind of good stuff going on. And there should be. Like, everyone should be very happy. Um, This show's about to hit the 150-episode milestone. But so few shows actually get a chance to to do anymore. Um, Tim Allen said in a statement, hard to believe Last Man Standing hits 150 episodes this week and it gets better with another season, uh, with another upcoming season at Fox. Great news for all of us who are creating these stories and working our pants off to make you laugh. It's another big high five to the legions of loyal fans who have faithfully kept us front and center and huge on the radar. Thanks to our family at Fox, who continue to make us feel so at home. Man, if we keep this up, they might have to call our show Last Man Unable to Stand. Um, And then Fox President of Entertainment, Michael Thorne, said, Last Man Standing roared out of the gate on Fox. It has maintained its rating dominance ever since. Much of that credit goes to the incredibly funny and talented Tim Allen, not to mention... Nancy Travis, Hector Elizondo, and the rest of the show's great cast. We'd like to thank executive producers Kevin Abbott and Matt Berry, 
and the entire crew, along with our partners at 20th Century Fox, for overseeing one of television's most popular comedies. We'd also like to congratulate them all on reaching 150 episodes, a milestone that's well-deserved. Um, and all this is great and fine, but there are two things that, that need to be cleared up. Um, because a lot of the comments on the renewal are saying what a bad call ABC made, how dumb they were to dump the show. Um, you know, and there's the sitcoms that they have on in in the in place of Last Man Standing aren't doing half of the ratings that Last Man Standing is. That's true. But first of all, Friday night is not a very competitive night as it is. <clears throat> it's news magazines, um, um, sitcoms for an hour on ABC, sitcoms for an hour over on Fox, Blue Bloods, MacGyver, and um, Hawaii Five-O on CBS. Um... So, when I say it's not very competitive, I mean it. It's really just not a competitive night. Um, But, the other thing I want to point out here is, ABC didn't cancel Last Man Standing because of bad ratings. And I think that's what really confuses people. They um, They did not cancel... Last Man Standing because it had bad ratings. It didn't. They canceled it because it was a business decision. In this era of television, owning a network owning the show or having a corporate sibling who owns the show is much more important than linear ratings because they can, they'll keep anything on the air. Dallas was renewed over on the CW for season three even though... I think it ranks like last or really close to last of all all of all the shows on television, but the reason is because CBS owns it. Um, they can get a cheap licensing fee. Um, but it's a huge international show, so CBS um, CBS Productions is raking in the cash, and it's it's exactly what happened to Last Man Standing. Um, 20th Century Fox owned it, and there was a big, big, um, contract renegotiation fee coming up. Um, Tim Allen was obviously going to want to raise, as were all the stars. And ABC literally had no incentive to keep the show on the air. Um, since they didn't own it, since they didn't own it, it was going to start costing them a lot more money. So the shows that they, that are, um, on Friday nights now, it's true, they're, they're not doing as well as Last Man Standing, but they don't need to. They just need to keep producing episodes for syndication, where ABC Studios is making a pretty penny. And I'm pretty sure um, Fresh Off the Boat is um, a, a big international seller as well. It's probably what's going to save the rookie, too. But we'll talk about that during TV time. 
for now, I'm gonna go and come right back. And I'm back. So, okay. We've, you know, with the college admission scandal and all that, we've talked a lot about um, social media influencers and how they get paid. Um, and, you know, and it's not just social media influencers. Um, it, it's not just social, social media influencers who get paid or who have sponsored posts. Um, celebrities like Busy Phillips, um, who, if you have not read her memoir yet, go read it. Um, I think it's called This, this Will Only Hurt a Little. And it's a fantastic read. Um, love you, Busy. Um, I know you're not listening, but if someone knows her, pass that on. <laughs> Anyways, um, Busy Phillips is really notorious, actually, because, um, she, she admits, like, she needs to, um, do these sponsored posts in order to keep the money flowing in and keep, um, her house and whatnot. I really want to ask about the residuals for Cougar Town, but maybe that's none of my business. <laughs> Anyways, um, and people like Julia Roberts and um, big names do them too. The, the bigger names obviously command more of a salary. Um, or more of a per post. Um, fee than normal uh, than the others because obviously they have a bigger name they have more followers they have more influence so to the surprise of no one Lindsay Lohan does sponsored posts and when I say to the surprise of no one I mean is there nothing that girl won't do for a dollar? I mean, seriously. B- bitch is cray. <laughs> um, no, seriously. She's, she's cray. Um, um, she, she has um, whatever that new reality show is like. Lindsay's World or Lindsay Lohan's whatever. Um, about her new startup clubs. Um, she thinks she should have won an Oscar. She has some weird acting movie where she was a politician's wife who, um, I don't know. It was really crazy. Like, it was werewolfy and I don't know. The plot made no sense to me at all. Um. But anyway, so she's she's getting paid to do sponsored um, posts, but she royally fucked it up. So with sponsored posts are super duper easy. Normally, the marketing department will just send you um, what you need to post. It's usually something like, "Hey, you know, it's me." Boo. This is, you know, I really enjoy recording on Anchor. And then, boom. You have, um, you get paid. 
So Lindsay, whoever this Shiraz Hanin or Shiraz Hazen paid Lindsay to put up a tweet, and she did, which I think miracle unto itself. But which it was a copy and paste fail here, because the tweet actually read, "I need you to tweet." Hey, Shiraz Hansen, looking forward to seeing you in L.A. April 29th to May 2nd. Now, I don't know what the hell they said. I don't know what a Shiraz Hassan is um, or anything like that. Or why we care that she's going to be in, in L.A. And Lindsay did the right thing in... And corrected um, the tweet, <laughs> but I'm so I still want to know like how hard is this like, and it's not <coughs> again it would not be a show without me coughing. Um, how hard would it be for her to say oh, hmm, maybe I should double check this before I tweet it, or is she taking lessons from Trump now? In either case, I'm going to go and I'm going to come right back. And I'm back. So, um, as has become tradition the last couple of weeks, we're going to talk some rating in this segment. Um, hopefully in the near future, um, I'll be able to get Natalie to join me um, as we talk about things. Um... And Will will hopefully be joining us more. Because um, you guys really seem to love him. Um, it's because he doesn't chase you after for production notes. Or complain that you steal a flask from his desk. Oh, who hasn't done that? Um, <laughs> um, anyways. As someone who... Writes for a living. I often look at. I don't look at the quote unquote masters. Not because I don't respect them. I really do. But. More so because. Um. More so because. Um. It, when you're a master. You you deserve all the accolades and respect and whatnot. But I also look at some of the masters and I'm like, you don't move very many units. So I look to people like um, Stephen King, who he announces a book and it goes straight to number one. Um, so I look at like Stephen King, um, Janet Evanovich, um, and... I would be loath to leave James Patterson out of that list. James Patterson um, is the most prolific writer working today. Now, obviously, he doesn't write all the books himself. He he usually uses um, either co-writers or ghostwriters. But it's said, and I don't know... Excuse me, I don't know 
if it's true or not. But it said that every manuscript that his name goes on has to pass through him first. It would make sense. Um, but I'm telling you, he, um, this, this year alone, he probably has a, about a dozen books coming out. Um, and he has a total of 140 books. Now, he hasn't always been the most prolific author in the world. Um, that's a more recent development. He started... I, I'm trying to remember. I think it was back in, like, 2013 or 2014. He signed a huge publication deal worth, like, $100 million. Um, but here's the thing. He has 140 books. Every single one of them has hit the New York Times bestseller list. Um, and so, when I look at that, I'm, I don't know if it's a sheer numbers thing. Um, I went to a Writing Digest conference one time, and um, at that conference, basically, one of the seminars I sat through, um, the couple said, it, it is literally just a sheer numbers thing. The more books you have out, the more you're going to sell. And the more you sell, the you know, the better the royalties are. Now, they did, they did say you have to throw in a little bit of money and whatnot. But I'm thinking, you know, James fucking Patterson does not need to throw money into <clears throat> his own marketing budget. The publisher probably does that for him. And as Will will tell you... Um, Quite openly, Will despises James Patterson. He does not think he's a good writer at all. Um, in fact, I got mocked and made fun of because I read The President is Missing, um, which was written by James Patterson and um, former President Bill Clinton. Um, and when I say I was mocked, I was mocked mercilessly. Like, I'm used to being mocked by Will because that's just what happens. But this was... This was beyond. He was really incredulous that I read the book and that I didn't completely panic. <laughs> Which, I mean, it, it's not the greatest of books, but it, it's not horrible either. Um, it, it's one of those guilty pleasures. But, so, um, when I look at people like that, like, you know, and Jackie Collins was kind of the same way. She wasn't as prolific um, but a lot of people would say, you know, she, she turns out a story and it doesn't always, you know, meet the criteria for what people would call good. But Jackie Collins said it best. I never set out to be a literary writer. I want to entertain people and that's what I want to do. I want to entertain people. My goal is not to be a Pulitzer Prize winner, if it happens, I'll be fine and I will accept it, don't get me wrong. But that's not my goal in life. My goal right now is to go and come right back. And I'm back. So, it's another day, another Britney story. Um, you know, I'm not terribly um enthusiastic about having to talk about Britney 
all the time. I mean, don't get me wrong, I love her. Um, I, I love her to death. I think she's a, she's a great artist, and I know she's she was having a hard time um, dealing with some stuff. But the things that are coming out are just really harrowing. Um, first and foremost, blind gossip had an item. And, again, because it's blind gossip, they don't, they don't, like, blast in their headlines, Britney, blah, blah, blah. Um, but they're not subtle about, on some stories, they're not really subtle about things. And such is the case with, with Britney. And an item they posted today called Why She Is Out of Sight, a source told them they are trying to say that she is upset over her father. That's not the real story. The truth is, she's, she totally stopped taking her meds and was babbling and acting crazy like she did years ago. And they're saying that that's why she's in the mental institution and um, why she's been out of sight. And, you know, that's... I don't think anyone has a right to force medicine onto people. I mean, some people definitely need it, and Brittany's one of them. She definitely needs her meds. But I think that the better way to deal with this is to talk to her and find out why she stopped taking them in the first place. You know, if if it is stress from her dad, talk to her. Um... You know, and it it does seem kind of strange that her dad goes down and then she goes down. Um, But at the same time, it's not really that far off. Because if you watch, I forgot what the documentary is called, but it aired on E. Um, And I think it was just before the film Fatale. Uh, the Femme Fatale CD came out. And you could actually see that there's a real bond between them, a real trust. And I don't think that there's a lot of trust that she has with other people like that. Um, Certainly not with her mom. Um, I think she loves her mom, and I think that they get along well enough. But, you know, there's, there's definitely an issue there. Um, uh, and page six has a story about how Jamie Spears actually banned a staffer from Extra because the staffer posted a selfie with Brittany. Um... The the executive or the extra um the extra staff member's name was Carlo DeSantis. Um and here's what DeSantis had to say. Remember that time Britney Spears' dad had me banned from ever working with her again because I didn't ask him permission to post a photo she herself consented to? Yeah, hashtag free Britney. And then Mario Lopez, who 
for whatever reason, felt the need to weigh in on this, said, yeah, I remember. Here's the thing. You know... Um... At some point, Brittany does need her freedom. She does need to be able to say, oh yeah, I took this picture, put it up, I don't care. Um, and at some point in the, in the near future, I'm going to tell you the, the, the encounter I had with Brittany. Maybe I'll save that for the Brittany deep dive. Um, I'll see what Will thinks. But, um, but more to the point, like, I think... You know, I, I know people think that they're protecting her, and I know that people think that they know best. But it was a picture that she was clearly happy in. She was clearly comfortable taking this picture. Um, and you're not doing anyone any favors by acting like a jerk about it. And so... You know, again, I think it boils down to people need to sit down and talk to Brittany and find out what she wants, why she's doing what she's doing. And I don't know. Hopefully our girl gets better soon. And that's going to do it for me for tonight. Thank you all for listening as always. Um, And until next time, cheers. Cheers.